Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be seduction, passing her tests. Well, I've got three email success stories, and they're all pretty short that I want to share with you on the topic of seduction. What I liked about the last one I'm going to share, which I think is the best of the three, because I want to say the best for last, obviously. This guy was going out on a second date with a woman. He thought, you know what? I'm going to listen to a random section of Corey's audiobook before I go out on this second date with this really hot girl I like. And so he ended up listening to the chapter on sex and seduction, and he details how that helped him overcome some last-minute resistance and seduce her successfully. So I have a quote that I wrote in this topic, and then we're going to jump right into the first email. And the quote says, The art of seduction is mastered by learning how to read a woman's body language, resistance, attraction, receptivity, and openness to being seduced. A man who is a great seducer is not attached to the outcome of sex, but to enabling a woman to feel safe and comfortable to come and go in his presence as she pleases. When she offers resistance, he knows to slow down, back up, and continue conversation and bonding. When women feel heard, understood, and valued, the legs tend to open. When they do not, the legs tend to close. Men must lead their interactions, but also be infinitely patient enough to allow women to open slowly to them at their own pace for a seduction to be effortless and natural. You think about the seduction process, it's really like waiting for a rose to bloom or a flower to bloom. You can give it extra sunlight, you can give it extra water, you can give it extra fertilizer, but if you give it too much of anything, you'll end up killing the flower and it'll never bloom. And much is the same, to borrow a metaphor if you will, when it comes to the seduction process. You gotta read a woman's body language. I talk about this in my book. You gotta tell when she's open to being touched when she extends her invitation, like when she starts touching you and getting close to you when you're on a date, or if you're just talking to a woman for the first time, look for the simple signs of her playing with her hair when she's talking to you. That is a surefire sign that she's attracted. And what's cool about it is it's totally subconscious. Women don't realize that they're actually doing it when they're talking to a guy that they're attracted to. It just happens naturally. And if you know what to look for, you can escalate in the process that I talk about in the book. And that's what we're going to see here with these three particular emails, is the guys obviously were able to do what they wanted. So the first email, this particular guy, I talked about an email of his, a new job, purpose, girl, attitude, and life. I think there were three or four emails he sent over the years that I've answered. And so in that last particular email, there were two women, apparently, that he had emailed, because I haven't gone back and reviewed it, because that video is probably like a, at least a year or older. But there were two women he was involved with, and I was telling him what he needed to do to seduce one of the women that he was going out with. And I correctly pegged, based on what he had shared, what I think would probably happen on their next date, and I'm kind of psychic like that. It actually happened, just like I said. So he says, hi, Corey, I was the second emailer in the video titled New Job, Purpose, Girl, Attitude, and Life. We had a great date. We went to dinner, then bowling, and I set up bowling to interact with her to facilitate touching if dinner had gone well. 
Because the whole purpose of a seduction is to get, like I talk about in the book, is to get closer and closer to a woman until you end up inside of her. And so the dates are really about bonding, connecting, conversation, and creating an opportunity where as she feels more and more attracted and more and more safe and comfortable as the evening progresses, and you give her the vibe that you're really interested in who she is as a human being and not just trying to get into her pants, that makes her feel more safe and comfortable, and she'll start to get closer to you to the point where she'll literally be touching you in many cases. And when that starts to happen, it's pretty easy. He says, everything went well, and she invited me back to her place. You were correct in assessing that she may hook up on the first date. And whatever was going on, you'd have to go back and look at the original video to see what was going on. But I would say there was probably a high level of attraction and interest on her part. Maybe she was very forward. It's pretty obvious. He says, however, over a small handful of dates, her values and mine were not aligned, and I kept dating the other girl. I love to hike and drag race, and the other girl eventually asked me to be exclusive, and I have been with her ever since. She says things like, this is so easy to be with you, and you're way different than the other guys I dated. Well, remember the quote by Thich Nhat Hanh, you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And that comes in all aspects of dating and in seduction. Because when you give the person the freedom to come and go, they'll actually want to be around you more. In other words, being involved with you, does that entail celebrating who they are and helping that person blossom? Or does it entail you trying to control and mold them into doing what you want? Because if it's the latter, just like the cat that gets chased, the cat hauls ass and runs away, never to be seen again. She enjoys her freedom with me, and I find that she tells me everything she is doing. Women who have a high level of trust and who know that you're not going to lose your shit when she tells you about other guys that may have hit on her because you're totally comfortable and confident in your masculinity and your value proposition to her, and you trust her, and you don't lose your shit when she does tell you these things, of course she's going to want you to know these things. Because she's telling you also to let you know that, hey, this guy was hitting on me, but you're such an awesome boyfriend, and you know I know you're, you've got a healthy self-esteem, and that shit wouldn't bother you. you. Actually, you take it as a compliment when other guys hit on your girl. And the reason she tells you is because she wants you to know that she's being loyal. He says, I never ask. I just say, have a great time, sweetheart. Everything is going well. Thank you so much, Corey. P.S. I still read the book and I watch your videos. Well, as you know, I'm a big fan of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And at this point, this late stage of Tom Brady's career, every football season, he buries himself in the playbook. He didn't say, well, I've already got five rings, bitches. I don't need no fucking staking playbook. Of course not. Because it's all about the fundamentals. And when you're trying to learn this stuff and make it a part of you so you can get to a place where you don't have to think about it anymore, that's why I say read the book 10 to 15 times. And it doesn't just entail reading the book, but also applying it. And obviously, the longer you're in a relationship with the kind of woman that you once may have thought was out of your league, or you just simply didn't have what it takes to get somebody like that, it rewires your brain. And you become emotionally conditioned to know what it's like to be the best, to expect the best to happen and continue to be in your life. It becomes part of your reality. So let's go through the second guy's email. It says, hey Corey, I read your book twice and I've watched several of your videos and I learned a lot from you. 
I met this super hot woman at SXSW, I assume that's South by Southwest Festival last week. And I didn't let her beauty intimidate me. I set a date and I let her do most of the talking. I made a move to kiss her and magic, LOL. All things I learned from you. So he was looking for the signs that she was interested. She was receptive to setting a date, which he set. He went in to kiss her because she was probably playing with her hair. Maybe he looked at her lips while they were talking in the conversation and she was real close and he noticed that she looked at his and so he went in for the kiss. When a woman's looking at your lips when you're close together like that, 99% chance you're not going to get rejected because she's thinking the same thing you are. You gotta just look for the subtle cues and they're there and when you know what to look for it makes it so fucking easy. You literally, it just eliminates rejection. And so when you meet somebody that you really like, it really can be like it is in the movies where it just, you don't know each other, you've never met, and then as soon as you meet, you're just kind of like always together. It's just effortless. It's like putting on an old pair of really comfortable shoes. It's beautiful when that happens. And unfortunately, most people never get to experience what that is like. And it's just beautiful. It changes you. She definitely tested me a lot at first when she noticed my attraction. Setting the date and not following her as she wanted to change the dynamic. I was laughing inside as I saw all the rules and principles working in my favor. Well, again, my book teaches you the body language and what to look for. And for those of you that have been with me for a while, you may have noticed that a lot of the videos, especially videos that have a lot of views, towards the last 20 seconds of the video, I actually got a link in there now that will take you to my website to make it easy for you to sign up so you can read my book for free. And also, it has suggested videos from YouTube at the end of that. Those are the end screens that you may have heard that YouTube is making some changes. And I also deleted the intro from the beginning just because when we looked at the watch time, it was just kind of unnecessary to have an intro in there. Plus, you've seen it 2,000 times anyways. And judging by the positive feedback I got from my video the other day, people like the fact that they don't have to go through that. So let's get to the third and final email, and I'd say I saved the best for last because I really like this guy's email and what he did. And what I like about this is that he had a little bit of time open, and instead of turning on the TV or playing some video games or doodling on the internet, he he said to himself, what can I do to get better? Because the whole goal is to try to get a little better each and every day. And so he decided to sit down and listen to a chapter of my book, which it's the coaching mantle. It's the fundamentals that all this stuff is based upon. And you'll see he had a great evening, another great memory that he's going to remember for the rest of his life. Just because he spent the time that most people would be wasting. And that's the difference between really successful people and people that aren't successful. We all have the same amount of hours in the day, but the successful person is busy trying to get better and doing something productive versus the unsuccessful person who is just wasting their time, majoring in minor things, if you will. So he says, hi coach, I was about to go out on a second date with a really beautiful young woman so I decided to listen to some of your audiobook for the fifth time on the drive over. Very smart. Work smarter, not harder. I never really know what kernel of wisdom I'm going to get out of a random chapter, but I wound up listening to the chapter on sex. 
What a coinky dink. After dinner and drinks at a second location, I use your, hey, let's grab a bottle of wine and go back to your place line. So obviously things were going well. She was probably touchy. She was flirty, getting close to him. Maybe they kissed a little bit. Again, the whole purpose of a seduction is to get closer and closer to a woman until you end up inside of her. And in order for a seduction to happen, you gotta have some privacy. You gotta have a place that you can go, either her place or your place. Figure it out. Some guys do it in their cars, whatever. We did, so we watched a documentary on her bed and we cuddled up. I was a little confused because she seemed to be a bit shy and reserved when I would make a small seductive move such as caressing and eventually going in for a kiss or two. So in other words, he's focused on, hey, I'm at her house, she's invited me over, I'm expecting to get laid, which every guy is pretty much probably gonna be thinking the same thing in that position. But the whole thing, the whole point is she's gotta feel safe and comfortable. And so if things aren't moving fast enough for you, then obviously you have to look at it from the perspective of you're probably trying to move things way too fast for her, especially as he's noticing she's not really that receptive. Because he's probably thinking, hey, I'm here, so she's probably ready to drop her panties and go for it. Takes time. Patience, Padawan. There were a couple times when I really thought she wasn't into it and I was considering leaving and just trying again on a third date. At the end of the day, you're back at her house, you're in bed, you got some wine, you're just chilling for the evening, she's invited you over and you're in her bed. Well, if, she, if you're in her bed, well, then you should be waking up in her bed in the morning. So the long game is you're gonna be together all night. That's what you're thinking. You're not thinking, well, I'm gonna retreat and leave. I'm just gonna take my time. I got all fucking night. I got all night with this really fucking amazing girl. What's the rush? However, your advice in the chapter on sex was to not rush things. Two steps forward, one step back, as I talk about in the book. Kiss, caress, massage, and then pull away, each time getting a little closer and stirring her up a little bit more. It's kind of like winding her up, or it's almost like charging the batteries on your phone, if you will. If you've ever you got an iPhone, you plug it in, quick 20 minute charge. You get a lot of the charge, but you don't get it all the way. So the longer you leave it in, the more charge it gets, the more energy, and it's kind of the same way with building that sexual tension, sexual energy. It's the taking its time, the taking your time, wondering whether it's going to happen or not, thinking about whether it's gonna happen or not, being okay. And what he's doing, he's giving her the space to come and go, to kiss, to come close, to pull away, just like a cat would. No matter what happens, he's not bothered. At the end of the day, he's in her house, in her bed. And as long as she ain't kicking him out of her bed, he's still got a chance to seduce her. So what's the rush? I did that and we actually fell asleep a couple of times, but each time we woke up, we got a little closer and a little bit more passionate. So he took his time, it was perfect. Whereas a guy who wouldn't know any better would get pissed off, frustrated, he would have left, he would have said, what's wrong? And then she would say, well, you can go sleep on the couch tonight. 
But instead, he's acting like a guy who's been with a woman thousands of times, maybe a girlfriend, maybe a wife. Sometimes she's not in the mood. He's okay, because he knows eventually, just like James Bond, eventually she's going, with enough talking, with enough conversing, with enough bonding, she's going to open up to receive his strength. As you wrote, sex is the man's fault, and so me waiting around for her to make an obvious move or to give me an invitation would have been a mistake. I had to take the lead. But take the lead, but also when you run into resistance, being okay with backing off. That communicates to her that no matter what happens when she's alone with you, that she can put the brakes on anytime and you'll respect that. That makes her feel safe and comfortable and it actually causes her to open her legs up to you versus trying to force things. By 4 a.m. this morning, I had removed each article of her clothing and was enjoying her incredible body. That's the beauty of it. You got to enjoy every delicious inch of her body. And if you'd have been in a rush, you just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Instead, you spent several hours building up to it and what's going to happen? She's going to go tell all of her girlfriends how wonderful you were and how you were the perfect guy and you knew exactly what to do and no other guy has made her feel this way and blah, blah, blah. Just had to take the lead and take it slow. Thanks, coach. Well, thanks for sending in a short but really great success story that illustrates the point. And for those of you that would like to get my help personally, you can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page and book a coaching session with yours truly. And I will talk to you soon.